This is the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. horror anthology show. Stories about people caught in desperate times and only have one way out. part of your youth. His songs were always playing somewhere in the background, on the radio, on the record player, or as a favorite film theme. And now, those beloved songs are back again, all together in a brand new collection. The greatest hits of Zip Doodah, The Man in the Monkey Suit. Yes, we all fondly remember this brilliant musician, this stellar performer, not only for his nimble fingers on the piano keyboard, not only for the way his soaring tenor voice thrilled audiences, but also for the fact that he did all of this while wearing a monkey suit. Was it a gorilla he was trying to portray or an orangutan? Nobody knows and nobody cares. To Zip Duda, only the music mattered. That and very good air conditioning. Who can forget such brilliant performances as this one from the 1960s TV show, The Sonny and Lenny Comedy Hour? My little darling. Or this one from the hit 1959 movie starring Duke McVishnu, I Was a Teenage Tuna Fish. These timeless performances, and more, are available now on the brand new CD collection, The Greatest Hits of Zip Doodah, The Man in the Monkey Suit, available in all fine stores. Get yours today. 
Fred Madison, and you're listening to Conspiracy X. Okay, if any of you were listening a few days ago, here's what happened. Hard to believe. Actually, I can hardly believe what happened. Right in the middle of Conspiracy X, too. It wasn't bad enough that I heard some woman caller being murdered over the telephone, but then to later learn that the same woman, Beryl Nelson, had actually been murdered by her husband Daniel way back on December 30th, 1973. I was sure the call had been a scam, a gag, a practical joke. I mean, of course it was. It had to be. Dead people don't call radio programs. Whoever's idea it was, they got me good. I had even called the police after it happened, thinking it was the real deal. The cops acted like I was the one who was making a crank call. They even threatened to arrest me for filing a false report. But am I supposed to seriously consider the call might have been real? I mean, it couldn't have been legit, could it? Nah, it had to be a scam. And what was all that crap she was spouting about her father being torn apart by a demon named Herod? Maybe I have to think some more on that. Ran me down. Uh, was a close one. I better watch where I'm going. Maybe I better get off the street for a while and think about all of this. Hello, Freddy Medicine, my boy. I think it's time you joined that crowd in that bar over there for an adult beverage, or maybe several. Besides, my 2 a.m. shift doesn't start at the station for a few hours, so. What the hell? Hey, Mac. What can I get you? Give me a whiskey and soda and make it a double. Coming right up. Yeah. Now, that's what I'm talking about. Now, what else did that caller say? Yeah, that's right. She tried to convince me that her father was that 18-year-old kid who was killed back in 1939 at Copper Creek in St. Louis. He had apparently been banging some girl in the park when, according to that same surviving girl, a demon appeared and attacked him, tearing him to pieces. 
I don't know what she might have been smoking, but it was obviously primo stuff. So if the caller claimed the victim had been her father, then I suppose that meant the girl who survived was her mother. Wow, if that had been the first time they did the deed together, then that dude was unlucky on two levels. First, he got himself attacked and killed, and secondly, he knocked up his girlfriend. Whew, talk about crappy luck. According to the reports I read on the web, a bright light appeared to the couple, then faded away, and in its place, some ugly-ass demon showed up. That much I always thought was urban legend. But what else was it the caller had said? She said the demon's name was Herod, and after pulling her father's soul into the depths of hell, he made some sort of deal with him. How she could know anything about any such deal is beyond me, since it wasn't her supposedly in hell, but her alleged father. But that's what she said, anyway. Yeah, and she said Herod would provide a list of people whose souls he wanted. But what good would a list do? The teenage boy was dead. His dismembered body had been found three days later behind some rocks near a riverbed. It wasn't like he was going to be able to do anything to help this Herod demon collect any souls, right? Set you up with another? Sure thing. God, my head's starting to hurt. All this pontificating is getting me nowhere. Hey there. What? Oh, 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 oh. Oh, now this is one hot number. Just the sort of distraction I need. Hey there yourself, lovely lady. I'm Freddie Madison. What, may I ask, is your name? I'm Gina. Gina Rogers? Well, it's very good to meet you, Gina Rogers. Um, can I buy you a drink? Sure. What are you drinking? I'm having whiskey and soda. A double. Uh, since this is my second, I suppose it's a four <laughs> You're funny, Freddie. A devil's a bit strong for me. Make mine a single. Single whiskey and soda coming up. <sighs> oh wow, that really hits the spot. Yeah, I agree. Say, I don't believe I've ever seen you in here before. Do you live around here or are you just visiting our fair city? I'm staying <laughs> over at the Hyatt. I'm just in for the weekend. From St. Louis. St. Louis, you say? Funny. I was just thinking about St. Louis. You were? I didn't think anyone thought about St. Louis. Well, I was thinking about an urban legend known around that area. About Copper Creek Road. Did you ever hear that one? Oh, yes. <laughs> Everybody in St. Louis knows that story. Well, I'm a local radio DJ, and I have this program called Conspiracy X. A radio personality? Wow, I'm impressed. You don't have to be. It's just a job, you know? Anyway, a few nights ago, this woman called claiming to be the daughter of the teenager who was the victim of that story. Daughter? That would have to be Beryl Nelson. You know about Beryl Nelson? Yeah, that name is sort of an urban legend, too. You know she was murdered by her husband, <coughs> Daniel, back in the 70s, right? Yeah, so I heard. 1973. So the caller couldn't be her. It had to be a crank call. But why would someone call pretending to be Beryl and go through the trouble of acting out her murder on my show? Don't know. Maybe for attention? People can be weird. Yeah, I suppose you're right. 
So do you know about the demonic aspect of the story as well? Yeah, I heard about that too. <clears throat> I forget the demon's name, but supposedly it had a list of souls he wanted to claim. Yeah, that's what I heard as well. His name was Herod, yeah. by the way. Yeah, Herod, that's right. What time does your show start? It starts in about three hours. So you have time then? Time? Time for what? Time to walk me back to my hotel. And come upstairs with me. Sounds <laughs> like a plan to me. <laughs> no, wait a second. I didn't get to finish my drink. There you go. Now let's get out of here. What brings you to our city? Business or pleasure? Originally it was for business, but now it looks like it's going to be for pleasure. <laughs> <clears throat> You've got that right. So this radio station, is it nearby? Actually, yes it is. In fact, it's just up the street from your hotel. 105 Denver Boulevard, Suite 10E is where we call home. Interesting. Is Walter Heller still the evening manager there? Why, yes he is, and I'll tell you something. He doesn't like me very much. In fact, he hated the idea of me coming onto this shift. That was until I started getting him great ratings. He still hates my guts, but he likes the ratings. Right now he's probably sitting up in there in his office on the 10th floor thinking of new ways to make my life miserable. Hey, hey, wait a minute. How do you know Walter? I don't. It's just that I have his name on this list. List? What list? The list I got from Herod. You know, it's the newer version of the same list he gave to my grandfather. And then to my grandmother. And eventually he gave one to my mother, Beryl. And now... He gave one to me. It's all part of the deal. Deal? What deal? You know, the deal Herod made with my grandfather after he killed him. Now two generations later, a family still carrying on the traditions of that deal. Some might call it a curse, but we think about it as a family responsibility. We bring Herod the souls he chooses and puts on the list. Then when we eventually die, our souls get a higher place in hell. <laughs> you see? So, so it was 
Was you who called my program the other night? Of course it was me, silly. Dead people don't call radio stations. And you, you're, you're here for Walter? Yep. I'll be taking him tonight. But what about me? You? Don't worry, Freddy. You're not on the list. But, but I know about it now. I know about you and the list. Lots of people know about the list, remember? It's an urban legend. But I know it's real now. No problem. In fact, you can talk about it on your radio program if you'd like. No one will believe it any more than they believe any of the crap that you spout anyway. Conspiracy X? Seriously? What a lame title. Hey, what... The only people who might doing? believe you are actual Why are wackos you wiggling and your fingers at me? Them. Oh, I'm... I'm feeling really dizzy. <sighs> Good night, Freddy. By the time you wake up, I'll be long gone. And so will Walter Heller. Well, at least you've gotten some new material for your show. Enjoy. Bye. Blood Noir, Episode 24, Herod's Deal. Featuring Pete Lutz as The Stranger. Starring Matt Weller as Madison. Tanya Maloyevic as Gina. Rebecca Bramble as Bartender. Paul Miskavage as Driver. Commercial by Pete Lutz. Starring Darren Rockhold. Music by Carpenter's Notch and Audionautics.com. Credit narration by Sarah Ray Werner. Written by Thomas Malaferino. Directed by Mark Slade. It's finally happened. Local psychiatrists have joined together to give you not only the best in psychiatric care, but in shopping convenience too. Yes, introducing Psychiatrists Mall, where you can find mental health and outstanding bargains at the same time. Ladies, looking for that perfect negligee? Come to Freudian Slips. But be careful, sometimes things just pop out when you least expect it. How about a lovable pet to rid yourself of stress? Check out Pavlov's dogs. Animals so cute your mouth will water. You say your car has stopped running? Then relax while the mechanics at Nervous Breakdown look under your car's hood while your psychiatrist looks under yours. And finally, look at all the beautiful hand-woven luggage at The Basket Case. Get inside our mall and we'll get inside your head. The Mutual Audio Network. Listening and imagining together. <laughs> <laughs>